Hunt is uniquely trained and highly motivated, a specialist without equal, immune to any countermeasures. There is no secret he cannot extract, no security he cannot breach, no person he cannot become. He has most likely anticipated this very conversation and is waiting to strike in whatever direction we move. Sir, Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny, and he has made you his mission. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, current and ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? Rogue Nation. What does it mean? We're not sure, but it's provocative. I know why syndicate is really so hard to find. You recognize anyone? These dead operatives aren't really dead. They're an army trained to do what we do. They're coming after us with everything they've got. This is your worst nightmare. You want to bring down the syndicate? It's impossible. You've met your match. Ethan, abort! Oh my god! Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Rated PG-13. Joining me today is reoccurring guest, IMF agent Dan Sakwanch-Sakulich. Welcome back. Yeah, buddy, we are 2-5, man. <laughs> Rogue Nation. Dude, this is uh, this been, been a journey. It's been a, been journey. a journey. Yeah, we, we still got... Yeah. Still got one more to go, man. Well, one more until the, the new release. Oh, true. Yeah, we should. I mean, we have to review Day of Reckoning. So 100%. Right? Okay, good. 100%. Do you, do you have a release date on that, by the way? Yes, I looked it up. It is July 14th. Mm, and it's part, part one. So we've got, they split it up into two. I heard rumors that they were going to do two filmed like two movies, full movies back to back. And then they got through with this one and they split it into two and they, and they stopped filming. So, and then there's other rumors that I read that this might be the last one. So I, I don't know. I hope not, but we'll see. No way. No way. This is the last one. It's a franchise. Yeah. I mean, w- maybe with Tom Cruise though, but, but it, he's, right. he's going to get that itch, man. And he'll, he'll want to come back. Don't you kind of feel like at this point he is mission impossible? Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I said, on I mean, it goes the, both ways. Yeah. I said it on one of the last pods, like, I don't think I would be in, I mean, I would for sure check it out cause I, I've, I'm committed, but I yeah. definitely wouldn't go into it with the same anticipation without Tom Cruise being the title character. Anyway, well, we're continuing our mission to watch for the first time for Dan and a rewatch for me, the entire Mission Impossible series and record 12 movie podcasts to prove it. Hold your breath. We're nearing the end. The details for this one, Ethan and his team take on their most impossible mission yet. No colon. Yet when they have to eradicate... An international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are and committed to destroying the IMF. Directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who also directed Fallout, which is Mission Impossible 6, and who will be and is directing 
part one of Day of Reckoning and part two of Day of Reckoning. What else is he known for? Thank you for asking. He also directed Jack Reacher, which I kind of really like. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, He also directed a movie called The Way of the Gun, and I have not seen that. It has Benicio Del Toro in it. It's an old one. But listen to this. He wrote the screenplay to Edge of Tomorrow, The Usual Suspects, and Top Gun Maverick. What? That's that's baller, dude. Yeah. That is impressive, sir. Like, The Edge of Tomorrow is kind of one of my... I don't know. I, I can't... I can't pick a favorite Tom Cruise movie, it seems, but that's up there, man. It's up there. It's way up there, dude. It's, it was way, way up there. It's like really rewatchable. I've seen it. I can't even tell you how many times because you're absolutely right. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, I, I'm excited to hear what you have to have to say about this, but I really am glad he's taken the reins especially with his ability. Like he started as a screenwriter and he understands story and he understands that and then moved into directing. So I'm excited. Okay. Top build stars, Tom Cruise, Rebecca Ferguson, Jeremy Renner. And let's, let's take it easy on Renner today. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Simon, (laughs) Simon Pegg. No sharing today. (laughs) Yeah. We don't need, we don't need HR breaking in on this pod again. No HR. Sean Harris, and we got him back, baby. The venerable Ving Rames. Sing, sing for Ving. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. Amen. Amen. And can I just say that the first time that he opened his mouth oh in this gosh. movie, it, it took me back to when you said, I could listen to this dude read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and I was like, I actually now want to hear him legitimately do it. The second he opened his mouth in this movie. I mean, you've seen like there's apps where like you can have Snoop Dogg like read stuff to you and like different yeah. like, I mean, I need Ving Rhames putting me to sleep. For sure, man. Oof. And by the way, this might be a little premature, but I didn't get it. I didn't get enough of being in this. I was afraid that that because I was going to say that that you would say maybe you can have too much of a good thing. No, and no. then I was going to either end this or just <laughs> politely disagree. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, I felt like because there's a long stretch there where we. I think there's like 30 minutes where we don't even see Ving at all. So right. I'm, I love the fact that he, they got him, punched him in right at the get go. We get him right away. And he's, he's like doing what Ving would do. I don't even know. I don't even know his name in the movie. I just knows he just has an awesome Luther. Name. Luther. Yeah. Like Luther, he's doing what Luther does. He's like breaking the rules to help people. And he's not even like in the same place. And he's just helping out. It's just great. Great way to bring him back. Can I just say one more thing about being in this movie? That you yes. just, you said he breaks all these rules. But have you noticed like everybody else that breaks the rule gets reprimanded and stuff like that? And everybody else, when Dean does, it's like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> So that's true. Like, 
that just shows you that just shows you who 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 Luther is, man. Well, dude, when he comes out of that helicopter in Virginia or DC, I think he's in DC, and Brenner's standing next to him. That guy's built like a freight mm-hmm. train, man. He's he's so wide. He's like two of Renner. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's big. Boy. And I like it. All right. Runtime of two hours and 11 minutes. One minute shorter than Ghost Protocol. Rated PG-13. Genre on Rotten Tomatoes says action, adventure. And IMDb says action, adventure, thriller. Another copy paste for IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. But I would say that thrilling is in this one, again, for sure. For sure. Which I like. I'm leaning towards IMDb's action-adventure thriller. I would actually say action-thriller-adventure. Does that change? Does that actually change the dynamics of the movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Speaking of IMDb. Gave it a rating of 7.4 out of 10 from 381,000 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 94% from 327 critic wow. ratings and 87% from audience, up from 76% from last Ghost Protocol. It's good. Okay. Thank you. Where to watch this right now at the time of this recording? You can still stream this on Paramount+. Plus or rent or purchase this from your preferred purveyor of digital media. If you choose the highest tier of our Patreon account, you'll have access to the Popcorn Priest Permanent Collection. Go to patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest for details. This one was on Netflix too. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's a Paramount, like Paramount owns it, I believe, but like it's weird that they let, in this streaming, like, climate and landscape right now where it just seems like people are like holding on to their properties and their franchises and they're like only having them on their streaming services to get you to you know subscribe so it's interesting that it's on Netflix right. but that's good yeah. alright you ready for popcorn reviews the reviews we've Absolutely got ready. <laughs> we've got three one out of tens and three ten out of tens. Oh man, I mean, okay. It's like, what do you what do you go with? You know what I mean? Like, they're always great on either side. Let's let's go with the. It's a Sophie's um, choice. Yeah, no. Let's go with the ten out of tens first. All right, ten out of ten. Number one, forget Bond and Bourne. Ethan Hunt is the best secret agent. Says T.C. Batsy. I loved Mission Colon Impossible Rogue Nation as much as the previous movies of the MI franchise. Thanks to Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie for giving the audience an action-packed, adrenaline-pumping experience, which included Tom's death-defying stunts like hanging outside an aircraft. And despite the risks, he pulled it off as usual. Because he's a real actor who always... <laughs> Who always gives 100% in every movie he does. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like this might be an English teacher. I, like it, just, it just strikes me as that because they, they really came out super, like, man, death-defying. And, and yeah. I, I'm sure that they spell-checked it multiple times. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
But he's a real but they're, actor. Right, but he is. Look, like all of those have their 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 qualities, but there's something about Ethan Hunt, especially in this one, man. Um, that that just was. Uh, he's at a different level. Yeah, I agree. I love Bourne and I love Bond, but Ethan Hunt is. He, I, it's great. I feel like while we're on this, like Ethan has some qualities of Bond, some qualities of Bourne, but like Bourne, you know, he, he's almost infallible, you know? And Bond is like, I don't know, kind of over the top and like almost like not a real person. Like he's just a, almost like a superhero. And Ethan Or, Hunt, or a robot. Or, yeah, well, I mean... He he's larger than life. Let's call Bond. <laughs> okay, but like, if you're at a, a backyard barbecue and you you see Ethan Hunt walk in, everybody's gonna be like, "Yeah, what's up, Ethan?" <laughs> but if you see the other two dudes walk in, you're gonna start to see other people like start to mumble, "Oh God, they're here." <laughs> I mean, they're so heavy. They're so depressing, man. It makes me want to go cut myself. (laughs) I mean, you're probably right. I don't think Bourne's going to be chill. And Bond, for sure, is going to be, you know, really snobby. And, like, where's the good? They never smile. There's never any levity with those those characters. Where's the good alcohol? Like, he's not going to, he's not going to turn down turn his nose at, at like your your crappy beverage selection <laughs> yeah you're right ethan, right ethan hunt's yeah, gonna absolutely. be he's gonna be the guy you want at your barbecue oh 100 percent. that just like absolutely stomps people at like cornhole or, <laughs> or like just just destroying people in beer pong yeah that's that's him where again the other guys are like hitting on other dudes wives oh for sure (laughs) they're probably all they're probably gonna have intercourse in the bathroom with one of them right for sure and pouting the whole time correct and and you know towards the end of the barbecue when things are starting to get chill and people are like moving to their own little kind of conversations you want to sit back with ethan and you're like okay Start lip reading. Yeah. <laughs> see, he's, see, he's valuable all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. are just kind of pussies. Yeah. All right, let's get to our next 10 out of 10. Loved it. Tom Cruise has done it again. Says, M-I-B-T-P. You know you're watching a kick-butt action movie when you have to verbalize your comments while watching. This is one of those movies. A lot of jaw-dropping action sequences, laughs, and scary moments. Tom Cruise is flat out at his best in this film. I kept shaking my head throughout in amazement at his athleticism. (laughs) I do think Ving was underutilized. However, would have liked to have seen a little bit more of him. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this dear. guy's M I B T P. Yeah, you know me. I like this guy. <laughs> Can you picture like you're in the theater and this guy in front of you every once in a while puts his hands up like unreal. He's, Tom Cruise is amazing, dude. And like, he doesn't even know the lady next to him that hasn't gone on a date in five years. And he kind of taps her, like, "Did you see it? Amazing. He's unreal." 
You know, he did that for <laughs> real, right? <laughs> I was doing. You know, that's every stunt. Did you? Did you know that? I was doing that well, to my wife the entire movie. Yeah, my wife's like, can I watch this? I'm like, I got to tell you about this real quick. Let me pause it. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, last 10 out of 10. Oh, wait, no, I have a bonus 10 out of 10. Oh, yes. Excellent fast-paced feast for the eyes, says Dennis888. Ethan Hunt is not James Bond, period. In fact, Hunt is much better, smarter, more flexible, resi- <laughs> what? resilient, humorous, okay. tangible, vulnerable, and much more engaging. His team is great, too, with Re- Rebecca Ferguson being agile and strong and clever, Simon Pegg being extremely clumsy and funny, Bing Rames being always there, strong and menacing, being always there. Okay. <laughs> And then there's superbly cut Sean Harris. What? He's not superbly cut. He doesn't even have his shirt off. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about there. With his nervous, elegant, evil hero. You don't need to scry, scry. You don't need to scurry, S-C-R-Y. You don't need to scurry through magic crystal, scurry. You don't need to scurry through magic crystal to predict that Rogue Nation is a spellbinding array of high-class trickery, chases, shoots, jokes, and mesmerizing views. While Bond is often misogyny and dry, Hunt is warm and real. With all his weaknesses and tics, that only makes it more valuable and endearing. A clear must-see 10 out of 10. Wow. Um, first of all, it's I want the listeners to be clear, I did not write that although <laughs> much of what i described <laughs> previous to for the priest reading that uh was was very much in line with that i didn't realize the flexibility but now that i think about it i can respect he's that, more that he flexible. flexible and more tangible yeah, for sure what does that mean sure. tangible more tangible more real okay he's okay. more he's so much more real okay him hanging on the side of an airplane is much more real bro okay. i don't know no, that, like, this might be like a spoiler but there's a point in the film it's in the trailer where he's uh handcuffed yeah yeah he literally like reverse scales and so dope jumps up a pole to escape and it's all in camera it's awesome so dope i was like pumping my fist at that moment it was very cool i i I was shaking my head (laughs) (laughs) and he did it again (laughs) he did it again all right last but not least 10 out of 10 omegamon alter s says a splendid film with no time for bathroom because you're so drowning in this art you cannot dare to spare even just one minute to leave the seat 10 out of 10 stars <laughs> it's, true. It art. it's true it's <laughs> true he, he called it art he calls it art it's amazing i mean i wish i could disagree with him but i can't he can't because it it was a good one man it was it was a good one all right the stinkers are up. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I've got three. The first one, let's see. No, one, two. Oh, bro. I, I've got four. I've got a bonus in, in the in the stinkers as well. Yes. 
I guess I'm just keep, I keep on giving, okay? A waste of time and money, says Chester G67852. Saw the movie last Saturday. We both fell asleep during parts of the film. The length was too long, and the dialogue nearly incomprehensible. A terrible end to what was a good set of sequels. The opening scene was too staged and not clearly defined plot. One out of ten. Wait, what was not clearly defined about what was taking place? I don't know. There was something on the plane, the package, right? In fact, he said many, 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 many times. The package is on the plane. The package is on the plane. All of them. It's the most simple plot of all time. We need to get into the plane. How is that staged? If this guy's going to say that number two was a wonderful sequel, then I want to stab him. (laughs) I mean, what is this guy doing? Uh -uh. Taking melatonin before he goes to the the movie (laughs) like how are you falling asleep dude oh man i guarantee he has the thermostat set at like way 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 too hot because he does not want to spend money on air conditioning Uh, i we need to move on from chester g i'm starting to get angry eat it chester all right felix guys fly says for the love of god Literally the worst movie I have ever seen. I could not bear to watch one more moment of this film. The dialogue was terrible. The acting was terrible. Pretty much everything was terrible, except for the hot chick in it. I would not advise anyone to... (laughs) I would not advise anyone to see such a movie. Please save your money and buy some food or some crap. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did he just say buy crap instead of go to this movie? Purchase excrement is what he's saying (laughs) that he says that would be way more enjoyable i have never left a review for a movie before this but this one deserved my opinion i literally had to walk out of the theater because i could not take it anymore one out of ten stars i cannot believe does he not have a soul is his heart just like the Grinches and it's just so tiny that it's barely beating? And, and by literally got up and walked out early, he meant figuratively because he wouldn't dare leave a, a movie. There's no way this guy would ever move, leave a, a movie early that he paid for. Yeah, unless maybe Not he got chance. his money back. Because, yeah, there's no way he's going to sit through it. Yeah, he's I'm that all, guy, isn't he? I'm going to eat all this popcorn, and I'm going to eat all my drinks, because I paid for it. <laughs> he, he 100000000 million percent gets refills on the way out of both popcorn and the Coke. Correct. He probably did ask for a refund on the ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay. And As he's chomping down I, on popcorn. Oh, 100%. Like this guy clearly has a clogged artery <laughs> clearly is, is, you know, probably needing an insulin shot or two. So hey, careful. I, I careful. wish him well. I wish him well. I don't. I, uh, I mean, <laughs> really, man. Wait a minute. You don't- Hold on. First of all, first of all, I just was saying maybe he needs an insulin shot or something. And then I said, I wish him well. But 
right before I said that, you said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you said, I don't wish him well. Well, then why just say, whoa, 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 when well, I said this stuff about the insulin? I mean, he might, he <laughs> might, <laughs> he might have a glandular problem, okay? But okay. I don't, I mean, I wish him well health-wise. I just don't want him to have a good day, okay? Okay, like you wouldn't mind if a bird shit all over Oh, him. yeah, that would be fine. But I don't want him, I don't want him to have his insulin spike. That sounds horrible. Yeah. All right, I'll take the bird over the insulin All right, spike. thank you. All right, last two, one out of tens. Mark APR2000 says, how is Simon Pegg getting in these movies? I just can't believe that Peg is getting in on the action movie. He is so unbelievably unbelievable. It's shocking. He must have some pretty damning photos of people in power at Hollywood. One out of ten stars. <laughs> I mean, it was a clever it was a clever dig, but I love Simon Pegg, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Bro, as um, soon as he came I mean, on the scene, it was a, it was better. We were better for it. Yeah, I mean, look, as soon as this dude, his name's probably something like Gerald, shows up at the party, they react the same way that they do when Jason Bourne and James Bond show up. They're like, <laughs> oh, no. His name's Mark. Okay, well, that sounds right, too. I'm sorry for all the Mark listeners and Gerald. I love you all. All right, last one out of ten. This is this is going to be hard for me to get through. <clears throat> oh, Jer Jeremy Renner ruined a classic, says Tom One Hundred One. Jeremy Renner has no <laughs> has no business forcing his way into this series and other franchises. He is a horrible actor and needs to establish his own presence before ruining others. I could only bear the first hour of this movie before turning it off. I loved the action scenes with Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, and Rebecca Ferguson. They were exciting and gave the established franchise a forward progression in action. There seemed to be a forced story with shitty Jeremy Renner's character that made me. <laughs> Did he really say shitty? Yes. Did he really say that? Yes. Okay. That made me puke internally. I will never watch another movie with him in my life. One out of ten stars. <laughs> I have a, maybe a pre-beef. Okay. A hot, a hot take and a, a defense all in one. All right. First of all, Jeremy Renner, I, I said this last, um, last podcast. Yeah. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. I think he's really, really, really good. I actually like what you um, said about him, how he, he doesn't have to be like you know, packed on muscle dude or over the top. He just is good. You know, he's just solid. Yeah. And, and he just, he feels like he's a genuine guy. However, in this one, he really bothered me. I mean, he it wasn't was like, he wasn't he in was, it too much. He was complaining, but he was complaining every single time they wanted to do something cool. He was always like, Oh, I don't know. No, we can't. No, maybe <laughs> it's like, come on. Where's the fucking snow cat? <laughs> oh, <sorry>. whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 dude. <laughs> but, but I do, but I do love Jeremy Renner. All right. <laughs> Just well, not in this one. I need, we need to get into we need to get into should you watch this <laughs>
All right, five reasons why you should watch this, and then I want you to tell me. You usually give me some good ones that I missed, but here are... Actually, I only have four. What? How did I not have five? Let me get started. One, if you like Tom Cruise, then this is for you. Please, don't be like Dan and love an actor and not see his most popular franchise. This is a public service announcement from from the Popcorn Priest. Okay. Thank you. Number two, if you're training to hold your breath for an extended period of time and would like to see how it's done, this is for you. How long do you think you could hold your breath for? Uh, I tried and it's not, I'm horrible. Less than a minute. Really? Yeah. No, you can go more than a minute. I don't think so. Especially if I were in water. Like if I'm just sitting on my couch, like, you know, during a scene, I probably could last a minute, but like swimming around. Nah, dog, I'm going to die immediately. It's definitely harder. I think I could probably get to two minutes, maybe, maybe slightly after. I mean, but you like, like cold or would you, would you need some training? Would you like do some practice? Or are you just saying straight mm. from like right now in your current state? Maybe just a little bit of, of like maybe just a couple trial runs, but I think, I think I could hit two pretty, mm. pretty consistently. I'd like to, I'd like to have some video evidence of this. Okay. Do we got a popcorn challenge? Okay. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> popcorn challenge. <laughs> that might be a good uh good segment for the show. Yeah. Might this be week, a future. This week's popcorn challenge. See how and then there's like millions of people dying. That maybe maybe not. <laughs> All right. You just see me passing out from holding my breath too long. You, at like forty five seconds. And we post it on Instagram. <laughs> oh geez. yeah. All right, number three, if you wanted more Ving Rhames, well, this one has a minute, so that is a step in the right direction. It was a step. If you wanted more but still not enough, you got it. Yeah. Number four, if you're enjoying having pretty good-looking women in your mission movies, then keep watching. No. And then I don't have a fifth one. I... I don't know why I didn't put a fifth one. Usually that's my zinger, but uh, what other reasons should you watch this? If you like some just really, you know, I mentioned the last, the last movie girls protocol, the, the kind of the chasing in the sand was, was super unique and cool. Mm -hmm. And the, the opera um, scene in this was really unique and well done and suspenseful and, you were like, wait a minute, is that, are they back up? Are they, what are they doing? Like there's, there's so many facets and, and they were kind of all over the place. So I think there was, if you like unique fight scenes, this was, was one that was definitely for you. If you like a good chase scene, this one had a car chase scene. Oh I think that, that this one had Morocco, it as, as well. The Morocco car chase scene is very cool very visceral very um like heart pounding go 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 just so i would say you know that it it really took from four and built upon that uniqueness yeah and dude you wanted save the world themes did we is it delivering for you oh yeah yeah i mean this yeah the the it wasn't i mean there was every single one is still backlaced with old spies, right? 
that yeah, are disavowed and but these are stuff, these but, are from other organizations, not IMF agents. Yeah, so I was I was good with it. It's, it's expanding the lore of like special agents, and they're using them in a really interesting, cool way. I I really liked it. I liked the syndicate. I liked yeah. Well, let's let's yeah. That's that's for next week. Yeah. No. Let's get in to buy the numbers. Blank. For God's sake, just give me the damn number! All right. With a budget of... Oh, do you want to guess the budget? I'm going to go 142. 150. Nice. Okay. So five more million than four. So slightly higher. Not by much. What is the domestic and international sales combined for Rogue Nation? What year was this? 2015, 2015, right? Yeah, we're actually getting close to present day. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, so, okay, so you, you said domestic and yeah, force, com- so total box, box? Total box office haul. Remind you. Gosh, it's got to be big. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say this. I'll let you guess. I will say 334. Uh, combined? Oh, no, no. Okay. Combined? Combined. Probably five, probably five sixty. Six eighty eight. Oh wow. So this was big, and it's big, six big. six million less than Ghost Protocol. So right in line with Ghost Protocol. What did it do domestically? Domestic is one ninety five. So let's see. Okay. That's fourteen fourteen less than Ghost Protocol. Which kind of goes to my point that that Burj Khalifa scene really I, I think a lot of people were like, you got to go to see this movie and see the scene. It's pretty amazing. It was really great. Really cool. Um, let's see. And we're going to do a lot of ranking on the next film. Yes. So we'll just save that for next time. But I wanted to tell you what I'm really I'm enjoying. This is probably just for me. Sorry, listeners. If you don't like this, skip ahead. But I, I like the ranking of what's going on in that year and where this lands both for domestic and also worldwide. So here is where Rogue Nation lands in domestic for 2015. 12th. It hit 12th. Really? It ranked 12th, yes. I'm just going to rapid fire the ones that beat it out. Jurassic World, number one. Mm. Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, number two. Avengers Age of Ultron, number three. Inside Out, Disney, Furious 7, American Sniper, Minions, Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, The Martian, number 9, Cinderella, number 10, and then Bond, Spectre, beat it out at number 11. Oh, boy. A couple. There's actually quite a few that I'm really surprised beat it out. Yeah, me too. I thought it would be in the top 10 for sure. I thought it would be in the top like I, of all those, I would put it in the top five of all those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. Here's worldwide, and it's interesting how that it changes a little bit. So it's it's eighth, so it jumps up what five spots worldwide, and the and still Bond beat it out. Star Wars, Jurassic World, Fast, uh, Furious Seven, Avengers, Minions, and Bond beat it out, but. Anyway, interesting. Very interesting. It's crazy that The Force Awakens made 
two billion dollars, man. Yeah, I mean, you and I went. Um, I think we saw one of them together. Um, maybe, maybe not. I, man, I just I can't get into Star Wars anymore. Yeah, the, there's a lot going on, and you got to put in you got to put yeah. in a little bit of work to to kind of know feel what's what's up, but. Yeah, it's not like it used to be for sure. And I, I they've announced yeah. some some movies coming on with a lo- not a lot of uh, information about them. So uh, there there could be some cool opportunities to bring some f- other fans back. Is all I'll say. Yeah. Okay. This was really interesting to me, and this is I don't know if this is by the numbers or not, but there's a lot of movies in the list, so I guess that's a number. Listen to what happens with i don't know if it's like just in the energy of the like in the world like in people's conscious the consciousness of people but listen to this this movie was released the same year as several other spy and secret agent movies this will blow your mind it blew mine the movies that are spy related for 2000 just that year alone number one is spy 2015 a bond spoof Spectre, which is Bond, 2015. Sicario, which you and I both love. Mm-hmm. Survivor, starring Pierce Brosnan, was a spy movie. Black Mass, an FBI movie. Mordecai is an MI5 agent. Queen of the Desert, central character was a World War I attache to the British Secret Service. The Bondian Furious 7, I don't know how that's secret secret spy movies, but Furious 7 is in this list. Rogue Nation, Steven Spielberg's Bridge of Spies, The Man from Uncle, Ian Fleming, who created Bond, also created or wrote The Man from Uncle. MI5, I don't even know what that is. It's a movie called MI5. And then another film called the kingsman the secret service it's a bond homage that was widely released in 2015 isn't that crazy how many spy movies are in one year that is a lot um it was surprising me i think that yeah the other thing that is maybe less surprising and but more frustrating is it's like it's you're you're hearing the same franchises over and over um yeah and look, I, I there are certain franchises that I think b- belong, but boy, we need some originality, brother. Yeah, let me give you some really fun numbers. I have more than I normally do. This is fourth highest of Tom's career for box office. Do you want to know what the other three are, or do you want me to leave it for next time? No, let's do it now. Ghost Protocol was higher. We just found out. Fallout, oh, which is the next. So teaser for box office for Fallout, and then Top Gun Maverick, three, two, one, yeah. respectively. Tom Cruise is only five years younger in this film than John Voight was in the first Mission Impossible film. Wow! So, wow! And John Voight looked like an old grandpa in that. Film. Yeah, for sure. And Tom Cruise, because he wipes gypsy tears all over his face, is very, very young. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Tom Cruise performed the sequence where Ethan Hunt climbs on the outside of a flying airplane, an Airbus A400M. 
without the use of visual effects or a stunt double. At times, he was suspended on the aircraft 5,000 feet in the air. Unreal. Unreal. And I've, I've seen, like, like I've seen some of that and like, I, I don't know how long he was, was strapped to that, but I mean, he was, bro, here's, that was pretty legit, man. Here's two, there, there's some numbers in here. That's cause it's in by the numbers, but there's trivia. I, I pulled out two things that are specific to this stunt. Cruz stated in an interview that it was his intention to do the stunt, hanging onto the Airbus in a way to outdo himself after the Burj Khalifa stunt. However, his idea raised objections by the crew due to the safety. Being a certified pilot himself, he wanted to get the feel of being out on the wing or on the side of the airplane. A major obstacle to filming would be a bird strike or wind resistance on the runway. To capture the action, a wind-resistant custom frame for the camera was built and mounted on the left wing of the plane. The other major problem would be keeping Cruz's eyes open in the presence of fast wind and runaway particles, so his eye specialist designed a special lens that can cover the entire eyeball. Listen to this. That's incredible. Eight takes of the stunt were filmed. Christopher McQuarrie was very concerned that the actor might panic suddenly, but was assured by Cruz to not stop filming until the stunt had finished. Wow. And then there was an incident. Here's the incident, and this is also crazy. Tom Cruise was struck in the body by a small pebble while filming one of the takes hanging from the plane. Cruise claimed that the impact hurt so badly he was certain he had been badly injured and was afraid to look once the take was over. Fortunately, the pebble merely embedded in his clothing, and he was amazed at how small it was and, and the force that it hit him. That is kind of intense. I mean, imagine anything else that could have hit him. He, a small pebble embedded into his suit coat. I mean, he could have got killed easily oh without question man i mean there's so many things that could have gone terribly wrong but this is this is why he's the goat dude yeah i mean hats off i was smiling 90 percent of this film i was just enjoying the ride it was awesome i think you might have been shaking your head the entire <laughs> time as well like oh man there he goes <laughs> there he goes there again. man he's I can't believe He's the it. the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the goat, we were talking about the underwater scene and holding your breath. You, you think you can do it for t two minutes. I think I can do it for like six seconds. When training for the underwater scene, Tom Cruise was able to hold his breath for how long? I'm going to go two minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Six minutes. No. Six minutes. Yes. Confirmed. That he held his breath for six minutes? Confirmed. I mean, that's Navy SEAL crap, dude. I'm literally Googling this as we speak. Okay. Well, let me continue because it's, it's insane. Yes, do so. I like check. I triple check. Like I went to multiple sources because at first I was like, there's no way. But I, I guarantee you he was thinking, well, this whole scene lasts about six minutes. So I should probably be able to hold my breath for that long. This freaking crazy guy. That's, that's nuts. Like, uh, look, at this even came up. Can Tom Cruise hold his breath for six minutes 
Cruz famously held his breath for six minutes. Rogue Nation. There you go. The yeah, goat. Listen to this. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. In the original script, Ethan Hunt was supposed to be able to hold his breath for four minutes. Cruz trained for the stunt and realized that he could hold it for six minutes. So the director, McQuarrie, decided to make the scene even longer to capitalize on his abilities. Here's where I'm a little confused. Like, if he could actually hold his breath for six minutes, I feel like that scene, you could have made it six minutes. Like, like when I saw the three minutes, I thought, like, literally thought, yeah, but I can do that, probably. No. I don't know. Three minutes is so long, bro. No way. Challenge accepted. The popcorn challenge. <laughs> All right. Tom Cruise was injured six times during the making of this movie. I'm not sure what. I should have looked, but I didn't. So that's your homework assignment, popcorn fans. And the last two numbers... Tom Cruise and Ving Rhames are the only actors to appear in all six films. And that's with a huge asterisk. Yeah. Because Ving Rhames should should be in a lot more, as we've A lot spoken. more. All right, last by the number, body count. Oof. I will go with 73. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 36. And Cruz had 14 of those. I also, dude, don't feel bad because I thought there was at least 100. I swear there was so much death dealing in this one. Yeah, I mean, just in the chase scene alone, there was like 20 people that died. Well, in the when he was captured, there was at least five neck breaks in that scene. Yeah, man, I got a popcorn challenge that. Okay. You might need to. So I'm gonna source. Might, I'm gonna source data. All right, well, let's look that one up, and maybe for for this Mission Impossible Fallout. All right, anything we missed for part one? No, I I think I'll save any hot takes for for next week. All right, I love it. Keep them wanting. That's what we're doing. At this point, there may be some spoilers up ahead, so if you want to watch and then come back next week and join us for our breakdown of mission colon impossible colon rogue nation rogue one nation under god <laughs> i am on the social medias i dare you to message the great popcorn priest that popcorn priest the love movies and would love it if you'd share the love share this with the movie lover in your life Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest by visiting patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy. Lastly, the easiest way to support the show and the most free is like, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. Easy as holding your breath for three minutes, according to Dan. <laughs> uh, no, not as easy as that. Uh, as always, thanks for listening and thanks to my special guest, Mr. Sackler. Absolutely, himself. brother. Always a pleasure, my man. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I appreciate it. Looking forward to next week. And, and by the way, happy birthday tomorrow to all the listeners. This is Popcorn Priest's birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday to you, brother. Yeah, we uh, recorded. We're, we're going to release this in a couple weeks. Well, actually, next week, but. Yeah, I appreciate that. The applause is for me this time. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks, man. Join us next week for part two of Mission Colon Impossible Colon Rogue Nation. We'll see you then.